0: Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Eason here with Daniel Mangana. Today is Thursday, June the 25th, 2020. It's 4 p.m. New York time, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And Daniel, I am still feeling the vibe from Tuesday. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I am still feeling, I mean, it's, it's like this recurrent, I can't call it a nightmare because it's not that kind of a thing. It's a it's recurrent wonderful daydream. <laughs> it's great, right? Yeah. I mean, and all I have to do is think about it. And I've always wanted to have uh, things and I still have, I do have things like this where I can just kind of think about it and just lift my vibe really quickly. And now that's Mm -hmm. one of them. I just think about that conversation. And do you remember when, um, when the stream first came on halfway through that show and you, you commented afterward that you could feel a vibration lift happening.
1: Mm -hmm. That's what I remember. It's palpable. I mean, I've done a couple of, um, I've done a couple of the summits that, that, that david's hosted in his group uh his group on facebook um where a few of us it's mainly his ex-students i kind of i get like a, a cheeky pass i guess the kind of in with like the, the ex-students like
0: Hello. hey it's good to be on the inside
1: <laughs> <laughs> inside track and we get to ask um, we get to ask questions at the stream and um it's just really really groovy and like i said there's been a couple of times when 'Cause I don't I don't really consume as much content on social media. Uh people think that I'm on social media all the time, but creating <laughs> <laughs> content versus like watching it. Um but uh, every now and then I kind of hop on to do something and it's just like, Oh, David Shigel is live. Oh yeah. God, have a look. Sometimes even just having it on in the background and um it's really good stuff. There are two channels that I, I really get down with. It's David uh-huh. and Paul Selick those oh, two okay and for me david's like that happy medium between like balls busting sharp and get it done right. guides and
2: yay of abraham
1: <laughs> and in the middle is
2: yay
1: now get it done. <laughs> <That's just> like, <laughs> yeah well that's true yeah
0: you yeah, kind of have right. to have both that balance yeah. is important but
1: yeah that's, I, think I think it's beautiful I yeah it's beautiful.
0: and of course the great news is that david's coming back on friday
1: He's coming back on Friday.
0: Coming back Friday, tomorrow, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I and Linda is devastated because Linda uh, can't be there tomorrow. It's going to be Rita and me with David. And Linda was saying, when's he coming back after that? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I get it. I know where she's coming from. I mean, the coaching call tomorrow. I, I told Louise about it after the show because she didn't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I didn't really realize what was happening until he got there. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't give her any advance notice about it, and I mm. told her it was like being a kid in the candy store. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> you what were so excited. Do I try
1: next. <laughs> you were so excited. I was just like, I'm just going to sit here and let Walt we'll get on with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember, Still remember the first time that um, when Matt first introduced me, and I saw the stuff. I thought, like, oh, okay, this looks, you know, mm-hmm. check him out. I read the book, Real Person, and I had the chance to chat to him. I was like, this is just a real guy. He is living a real life that happens. To access infinite intelligence and share it, and I get to call him friend. That's pretty darn cool. It is. It really <laughs> yeah, is. like I said, you know, I had I had something going on the other day, and it literally is so funny. I was literally just working through it. I was journaling it out to work out what micro shifts I was going to tackle over this this situation, and then he reached out to me about something else. I was like. So yeah, I've got this thing going on and, and the cool thing is, is he didn't even need to tap into the stream. It's like, well, the stream would say this, the stream would say that. Do you want to ask the stream? I'm like, do you know what? That stream wisdom is just what I needed. And it just gave me that little, yeah. okay, went back to my journal. Okay. We're going to do this, make this tweak and, and things have been on that particular situation gone. Nice. So, um,
0: it's really cool. Yeah, very very cool, and I'm looking forward to having more conversations with him. I I don't know if you saw, I actually put it into the three way chat we had going yeah, on I saw Facebook. It. I, saw. Uh, I put in there, I want you back every week. I yeah. don't think I can actually get that, but I want it every week. So I'll take yeah. whatever I can get. <laughs> yeah,
1: I saw that one. I don't think he saw it yet. So I was like,
2: Did you see that message from
0: him? <laughs> well, and he responded. Like, he responded to that chat by saying, "Awesome," and and shared that information about the question that I raised. Yeah, so that's, I one, that's
2: it. when
1: I—that's when I messaged him. Like,
2: did you see that? Oh, then okay, he
1: said, okay. <laughs> then went back and responded. To it. I was just like, "Oh, this is amazing." I was like, "I, I just want you back every week. <laughs> Please come." <laughs> it <was just> so, <laughs> and it was you know me—I don't
0: say that to guests. He's cool. He's... I just never say that to anybody. But I woke up that morning thinking to myself, "If I don't ask, I'll regret it for the rest of my life." So I just got to ask anyway, you know. awesome. Oh, You've got to ask. I'm really important to ask. And he said he loved it. He, he loved the, the questions that we asked. I mean, it was great. It was really good. So I'm looking forward to, to uh, tomorrow's show. In the meantime, let's maintain the vibe and talk about something kind, kind of like, you know, along the same line of what you were just talking about there. Uh, because I saw a post on Facebook. Somebody had shared this thing. I'm not sure if I can find it again. But uh, they had shared this thing that was basically somebody mocking the whole LOA thing and specifically mocking positivity. Mm -hmm. And the the gist of the message, and I I can't find it, so I'm not sure what happened, what specifically they said in it, but the gist of it was people who are always trying to stay positive are missing the bigger picture of how terrible the world is. And Mm -hmm. look at all these good vibe folks. They're totally useless now when all the crap is hitting the fan. That, that was essentially what it. the message said. So I figured, I well, that'll give us a little bit of something to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do get it. I mean, oh I preach this all the time. You know, the woo-woo can be a bit useless unless it's got something behind it. Mm. And, uh, and this is my work of alignment. It comes in like, take the woo-woo and direct it to live a kick-ass life. Mm. That, but if and I, I had it in my group call yesterday, one of the women that's in my my program, she was like, "Oh, you know, I've just reached a place where I, I think I just want to like people are just getting in the way. I just want to just myself away and just keep getting my downloads from the divine." I was like, "Okay, that's cool, oh, mm-hmm. a bit useless, isn't it?" <laughs> well,
0: I, I guess it depends what use you need. I mean, because I do know when you're in the middle of crap especially yeah. especially if it's more personal i mean right now there's a lot of global stuff going on but when it's especially when it's the more personal stuff you sometimes just need a break You can't oh, yeah. get away from it
1: but there's a difference between taking a break and running away yeah exactly <laughs>
0: right and and, and and that's a fine balance i mean yeah. you, you, you can go too far either direction on that
1: all i said to her was you know are you here with the mission she said yes the purpose yes are you here to heal yes you're here to contribute to a shifting global consciousness yes how the fudge are you going to do that hiding in a cupboard getting downloads from the divine oh and that's when it kind of clicked mm-hmm. tap in and go and apply it mm-hmm. right that's um we're here to have a human experience no matter what cookbook you're reading from we're here to have a human experience and yes okay. plugging back in and getting that juice yes taking a break honoring the need to rest you have yes to. sometimes honoring that you're just not up to it that day yes but keep plodding on and keep actually living the life that you're here to live
0: and by the way once you have gotten at least this is i'll speak for myself once i have gotten that break once i've basically done the reload and built the energy back up and gotten away from all the noise and the nonsense for a bit i like to go back into the contrast i mean I, I don't go in so deep that I start screaming and yelling, but I like to go back in and kind of mess things around, stir the pot a little bit. It, it
2: makes things
1: interesting, you know? I think this is where we, we we come back to the whole different dimensions and timelines and experiences and the connectivity of us all. You're never going to miss any of it out, but the zoom out. That's one of the things that the stream spoke about, zooming out, which is just right. such a good concept. When you zoom out, you get to see all of it. But for here, just enjoy the piece that you're in, engaged in right now, which may be some contrast. Maybe you don't feel like it. I personally, I minimise my contrast. I really I, do. Yeah, I minimise my contrast, and I'm I. And when the contrast does come in, I minimise my deep bathing in it, and I step out enough to witness the contrast, experience it, and learn the lesson from contrast and keep going. I personally don't groove with the conflicting element that sometimes shows up in contrast and blah, blah, blah. But I understand it's part of the experience. I don't run away from it. Mm-hmm. I face it down, but I do step back a little bit to do that. That's just me. I don't stir up the pot. I let the bubbles be the bubbles in the <laughs> pot. That's just me and who knows maybe i've done a million lifetimes where i've stayed up maybe i've done a couple where it's all been contrast
2: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know i don't know
2: i do know really that matter. right now this life alone personally i it don't like think it really matters i
0: think <laughs> it doesn't matter what you did in the past what matters is what you're choosing to do right now anyway That's and it. besides that even if you are taking a break even if even if you're hiding in the closet you know mm-hmm. maybe you need to hide in the closet for a while Mm-hmm. What will I think ultimately happen is if you hang out in the closet long enough, it gets kind of boring in the
2: closet. <laughs> you
0: know, after a while, it's like, okay, well, here we are another day in the closet, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you start to kind of get a little bit itchy. Well, mm-hmm. that's the sign to go out. If you're, On the other hand, if you're out and you're dipping in the contrast and you find that it's over your head, that's probably a good time to climb out. Go back mm-hmm. to the closet for a bit, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, And the other thing, too, from my perspective is I never try to take my cues about how deep or how shallow to go from somebody else. And I don't think you do either. Because you can't. How can you possibly make your decisions about what's good for you based on what somebody else is doing?
1: I think in some respects, part and parcel of the, the pain that people experience is making those decisions based on what other people have and places and things have dictated. Yes. And when I was first started coaching, I was coaching people around midlife crisis and, and and that kind of life situation and pretty much every single one of them, it's that they got to a point where they had to stop living life on other people's terms, Mm -hmm. like living life on other people's terms just brought them to a place where they had the meltdown. They had the depression. They had the new addiction. They decided to go off and cheat on their husband or their, because they just needed to break free from the box that they were in Mm -hmm. versus Flying through life and saying, okay, this is for me. This is not for me. This is for me. This is not for me. Yeah. Just a much more empowered space to be in.
0: I like the way you phrase that too. I mean, I usually say, say it in terms of I prefer this. I don't prefer that. But either, no matter which way you say it, the main thing is I try to avoid saying it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Because that Agreed. positive, that whole positive trip, there's a trip that's associated with that. That whole mm-hmm. positive trip is how you get sucked into trying to live by somebody else's standard. Agreed. And it's just... I'll talk about nightmares. (laughs) That's a nightmare. I I mean, I don't care how prettily it's painted. It's a nightmare whenever you're, you've basically given your power to somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can create all the horror stories you want. I think that one's near the top of the list, giving away your power and letting somebody else decide for you, how you're going to live your life.
1: uh, But this again, no judgment. Maybe that's what some people need for me. That's what I feel. Religion is it's surrendering. A lot of people do. Surrendering your a choice, m- your choice machine to someone else, another person, place or thing. And sometimes it works out. Yeah. Sometimes it works out for people, right? Sometimes people happen to chance upon a person, place or thing that just happens to have a more optimal path for them. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. For me, it's whether you choose to step into that or not. Yeah. If I consciously decide I'm going to give my power away in this part of my life to this person, place or thing, and I'm ready to accept the, Outcome of that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that word. <laughs> <laughs> Go and do it, and if not, don't. But the thing that makes me laugh is when people consciously or unconsciously surrender their power, consciously make the decision to ne- to re- rebut the fact that you've given they've given away their power, yeah, and they complain or blame others on the back of it.
0: Yeah, it's the ultimate victim experience at that point. Huh? Yeah, yeah,
1: that is um. It's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Well, even in those cases, I mean, in, in every case, no matter what people are picking, even if they pick that, I mean, that's certainly not something i pick. I know you wouldn't pick it, but if somebody picks that, there's some payoff somewhere in there for them.
1: There's always a payoff. And you know, like I always say, they're not failing. Nobody's failed. Nobody's failed. This just happens to be the game. It's just sometimes we're in a game that we haven't consciously chosen, but we have never, ever failed. So just making the choice for you. Is this the game that you want to play?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And are you ready to take the outcomes, the, 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 the repercussions is a bit of a strong word, so I use outcome, the outcome of your choice to either be in the driver's seat or pretend not to be in the driver's seat. Yeah. <laughs> so <it's Yeah>. like, <laughs> is it. And if you're ready to accept that, more, more power to you, mate.
0: I like your choice of words. I, I tend to choose the word consequence and that actually has a negative connotation for more people than it does for me. I mean, but I, I choose the word simply because if you look at the root, it means has it following in sequence? And I like, oh, just make, know, making but, them more neutral. I thought yeah. A bit I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do that with a lot of words too. I, I want to kind of take it to the next level though, here, this conversation. Here we go. <laughs> okay. so, so for me, the next level is, and, and I mean, you could go in any direction here, but for me, the next level is, okay, we've got the stream coming in tomorrow, right? And this is like the next, this is going to be step two, and then there's going to be future steps. In fact, I'm projecting, this is me doing some conscious creating right now. There's going to be (laughs) steps going on. And in these weekly steps, we're going to have all kinds of things we get to explore with Mm -hmm. non-physical entities. Abraham type Mm -hmm. non-physical entities, although with a little bit more of a hardcore twist to it, which is good. Mm -hmm. And so I've been dreaming about, well, what kinds of conversations will I have with them? And what <laughs> kinds of conversations will our listeners have? Cause we're going to take listener questions, of course, you know, and, and nice. my other co-hosts and so forth. And you know, one of the things I want to explore, I want to explore what the heck is it like? in the non-physical world. I mean, okay, so how does your day go? <laughs> what do you guys do all day? I mean, is it all looking at what happens here on earth or do you actually do other stuff? What What's your day mm-hmm. like? <laughs> and I know you don't sleep, but, you know, call it a day anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I I, I I get lost in seeking to fathom what an experience of reality is that fully zoomed out space when everything's a moment and a moment is nothing and yeah when you've transcended the illusion of time and physical form it's been really exciting to just come and play in the dirt i suspect there's a big big draw to come here yeah yeah i think matt Matt conn who i don't really groove with that much and many things but i was I, i really smiled when it was like Everyone wants to come here. This is where everything happens. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's true. Everything happens. It man. is. Yeah. This
2: well, is where it's... it
0: happens. Abraham calls it the leading edge. It is leading edge. Yeah. This is and where all in, the fun is. In the tech world, Did we call you... it the bleeding edge for good reason. There's some bleeding that goes on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I just say something that's been really, really funny? And I was laughing at Olga to this. One of the things I loved about Carbo was how quiet it was.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Before Olga moved down from New York, I had not, never heard a single siren. And now every day there are sirens. <laughs> Do you remember when I was in New York, there was always sirens? Oh, yeah, sure. Now there's always sirens. And it's really funny to me because there were no sirens. <laughs> I believe all. you. So it's just an interesting manifestation I wanted to share.
0: Uh, I, no, so I have to ask that. a secondary question along with that. Right, because yeah. you're the one who's noticing the sirens. I'm guessing she's the one who manifests them. So the question is, is she noticing them?
1: Oh no, no, she's not manifesting. She doesn't care. It's my. I think it's for me. I think it's the cognitive association between Olga and s- sirens. Oh, so
0: you're doing the manifesting? Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. She
1: didn't even notice them. I brought them to her attention. Okay. So I think it's just funny that I brought the energy of the sirens down. <laughs> well, what's that all about? <laughs> what's that all about? So, I'm, I'm working on just breaking that. Attachment.
2: <laughs> <Understood>.
0: <laughs> one of the other That's things the I want thing to talk with, <laughs> one of the other things I want to talk to the stream about is I love the idea of talking to a channel entity like the stream where you know collective entity. I mean the the Abraham type is what I think of it as. Mm-hmm. I love that. But what I would love even more, I, I don't want to be a channel, but I would love to be able to have that kind of conversation on the level that you can have with somebody who's channeling the stream or Abraham or something like that, but be able to do it with myself. Cause honestly, when I go within, I can feel within, I can certainly feel and I can occasionally get little flashes of messages, but you know, like an ongoing verbal conversation, forget it, not happening. And, you know, having all this, this blocks of thought coming through, I mean, they may be there, but I haven't detected them yet. So I want to learn that, but I don't want to channel for a whole bunch of people.
1: Well, it's one, really funny. So Paul Selig's like, everyone wants to be a channel, but they don't realize you just become a dictaphone. Like, I'm just a walking dictaphone. This isn't fun. And I'm normally really drained by the end of it. So be careful yeah. what you ask for, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I don't want to go... I just want to be able to have the
0: conversation. I don't, I don't want to have all that other stuff.
1: <laughs> one of the things that David says is like, we all have our own stream. It's just tuning in and getting quiet enough to hear it. Right. And, like he was sharing on the show. Like he spent time practicing having that dialogue, learning mm. to speak that language within himself. It didn't, he didn't just wake up and hear, I hear the stream coming through. That's not how it...
0: <laughs> but it does raise the question, how do you know when you're hearing it? How, I mean, what's the signal? What's the clue? I mean, if we're talking about a radio station, we can pretty much detect we got a radio station because there's a little signal on our graph saying, oh, you're tuned to you 97.5. Know, okay, mm-hmm. sure, I get
2: it
1: but where's the signal i think when you know you i think hearing the streams like being a lady if you have to say you are <laughs> you probably not. you're no help <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously i think when you know you know i guess so i mean it, i mean look we knew even if he hadn't said something shifted on tuesday oh yeah at the same time palpably felt it it was very clear something had shifted yeah. and it's the same like when um When I go to Paul Selig events, like, there's just something that happens in the room. It just goes. Hmm. It's like, oh, okay, something happened there. Like, you Mm -hmm. just feel
0: it. Well, the same thing happens at an Abraham event, too, to be perfectly Mm -hmm. honest. I mean, it's interesting at an Abraham event. I I suspect that as these guys do events and their audiences get larger, they'll probably have the same thing. I was a little surprised at the Abraham event. I kind of, I don't know why I did, but I kind of expected a lot of the people who were there were going to be be people who already knew about and understood Abraham. It was pretty clear to me, most of them didn't. And so you had this real mixture of vibe going on. And then (laughs) Esther comes up on the platform. We were like in the back, we're in the like back row, right? Mm -hmm. And Esther comes on the platform and says hello, does like two minutes on being Esther there and says, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go do Abraham now. It gets into the Abraham place and you could feel that vibe lift, but you didn't feel it to the same degree that we felt it on the show. And I think mm. it's because we had 500 other people in front of us all having different vibe levels that they were trying to raise. I mean, Abraham deliberately tries to, to raise that vibe. They, they use humor. They use a lot of things to,
1: to get that vibe up. Do you know what? This reminds me of what's been happening over the couple, last few years with the Dr. Jody Spencer events as well. Really? Yeah, because when I first so when I first started doing Dr. Joe's work, uh fudge me, two thousand and sixteen, when I went to my first event. Yeah. Um that first event that I went to it was a progressive event, so it was a two day event and it, it wasn't pushed he, the all out Let's go into the mystical stuff. He's only been doing that the last couple of years. It was all before like, we're going to talk about science and placebo. Mm-hmm. You're going to come and perhaps we're going to use the tool of meditation in order to access the brain waves <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. So uh, I went to this event thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to, I I had a fallout with my ex actually over this the girl I was with at the time because I was like, yeah, I'm going to like, uh, i doing some business training. I'm going to go and do some mindset business stuff, or whatever came back and was like this totally woo woo wants to meditate at three o'clock every day and <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff like you lied it was spiritual. <laughs> i didn't know like one of our last arguments is like and you lied about this dr joe s blah 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 it's like i didn't i really didn't know but um but back then you had to go to a progressive in in person so there was progressives there was one day or two day event two day events i think they were so you had to go and do those and then if you went to those you couldn't you, when you went to those, that he said, oh, you know, we're going to be having an advanced workshop. And we get to the advanced workshop. There's maybe 500 of us there. There's empty seats, whatever. We sort of do it for four days. Then he started doing the week longs and, you know, more people. But then when they changed it so that you had to do the progressive online, he didn't do the progressives in person. you got some people that did the progressive. They didn't. And then sort of came to the event. And then they did it where... You didn't even have to buy the Progressive first. You could, uh-huh. when you bought in the, the the week long, it came with the Progressive. Just make sure you do the Progressive before you come. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That'll work They well. didn't do it. So <laughs> by the time I went to the last one, which was the one uh, me and both went to in Dubai in, in January, 90% of the people at the event had never been to Dr. event before. Ah. Uh-huh. And there were 1,500 people.
0: And that's a different vibe. That feels quite yeah. different.
1: So you've got 1,200 people that have not done this sort of thing before. Yeah. And most of them had not done their homework. So when they're being, they didn't, they weren't used to the experience. So I'm used to doing six hours of meditation with Dr. Joe a day, mm-hmm. used to it, you know, for two hours at a time. And he's locking up and then the pineal, which is like a four hour meditation or whatever at four o'clock in the morning, but you know, and some parts of the event didn't even take place because the, he's like, look, I can't even do this with you guys today because I just don't feel that the, the group ready. So I know that. That difference, I've experienced it because right. even the energy, in terms of the the discombobulated, mixed up energy compared to, say, Indian Wells that I went to, twenty seventeen, like the difference between the two. Big difference.
0: Yeah. And yet it's amazing how even when you have that kind of mixture of vibrations, because that's really what it is. It's kind of like a, it's like a symphony with no harmonics. It's it's just you know, no harmony at all, but let's play all the music, 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 <laughs> music, you music, know, tune tuning. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it's like on a vibrational level. And yet I suspect this is going to be true for David and for Paul. Is that his name? I can't remember what the other gentleman's name was. <laughs> and I know it's true for Abraham. When they start doing their thing, despite that, you, you still get the vibration rays. Mm-hmm. It still permeates. And you can see it on people's faces. Not only can you feel it, you can look around the room and, and, and like everybody sits up. Everybody's just noticing there's something that's gone. They, they may not know what it is, but something has gone differently. here.
1: Yeah. That's lovely. But uh, this, uh, we're, we're energy beings operating. And this is going to sound funky. Let me si- simplify this we are energy that happens to be expressing itself in a way that appears to be physical form. Mm-hmm. Right. Good description. So the truth of our nature is, is energy or to put it another way, the, the truth of our nature isn't really, it extends beyond this thing that is vibrating at a level of density. That means that we can touch it. Like I just touched this microphone. Mm-hmm. If we look at the spectrum of light, a small piece of it is, you know, the, 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 the seven bits of the rainbow. Mm-hmm, sure. The rest of it is not, perce- we're not able to perceive it at this level of consciousness right. or this level of tap-tap density. Not visible it's light, called. as it's called. It's not. So there are parts of us going on that we just can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are parts true. of our world going on that we just can't see. A simple plant has a level of consciousness that we just can't see. It's got a palpable energetic field that we can dance and engage with. And that's giving off and receiving and feeding and receiving. So when we go into a space where there are hundreds or even thousands of people, each with a part of themselves that they haven't even known is there. I mean, I just got my haircut today, which I'm very happy about.
0: It looks beautiful by the way.
1: Quick segue, by the way, Mr. The funniest thing is, is I was better groomed during COVID than (laughs) I have been since quarantine has lifted it's so funny. That's a, that's, that's a dad for another time. But but I, I know, I know that I have a beard and I have hair Mm -hmm. and I, I know that it should be groomed for me. Like I, I, I desire for it to be groomed. Sure. Now I may desire not to be groomed. One of my friends grows his beard out. He Mm -hmm. only sort of tidies it up a little bit when he's going for weddings. Other than that, he just lets his beard grow wild and it's, (laughs) you know, really cool and he's got his afro and he's just like a really really cool guy like there's a wild man look that's good but he has the opportunity to make the choice about whether to let his beard grow or not because he acknowledges he's got his beard and can make the choice about what to do with it yes i have a mouth with teeth and a tongue brushing that those teeth means that i'm not emitting an odorous aroma <laughs> to those around me and that ariana and olga don't feel displeasant unpleasant in my company if I don't know that I have a mouth and I don't know to brush my teeth or have the means to brush my teeth, I'd be walking around with a stinky mouth. True. Many yeah. people don't understand that there's a level of them that exists beyond what they perceive physically mm. and they don't know to groom it and they don't know to brush their spiritual teeth. And so they're walking around stinky yeah. and coming into a room of people and just making it really stinky. And there are those of us that know there's such a thing called toothpaste. <laughs> and so we've brushed our teeth. And aren't as comfortable being in a smelly room. And it's like, well, there's definitely some Pong in pockets of this room. Some (laughs) minty but also some Pong. And that, for me, (laughs) that's what goes on in those rooms. Some people just, they're Ponging, just like a (laughs) brushed mouth. And it's not that they're doing it deliberately, and there's no judgment, right? Sure, yeah. There's no judgment. Because, like, Ariana, she's four. She's got her little mechanical toothbrush she sees me and her mum brushing our teeth so she's learning to brush her her, her teeth and she's got a mm-hmm. little thing and she it's a whole game and oh let me smell your mouth oh go and do it a little bit more like we do a little game with her or whatever but if she didn't have that training then she would go through life with the smelly mouth mm-hmm. because there's no one telling her brushing your teeth is something that you have to do mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's it.
0: there's also the fact that and this kind of ties in a little bit to what I I was asking my question about earlier, about being able to communicate directly with my inner being. That's really what I want. I want to have a more complete conversation with the other part of me, the non-physical side of me. Um, When we develop these skills, I mean, there's a great analogy I can think of for what it's like to develop them. If you have a pet, you kind of over time get to know what that pet is all about. Like we have two cats and, When we first got them, well, actually, they, they got us. They were abandoned by people across the street. And they came and found us. But once they became part of our little family, um, you kinda, you get to know them after a while. And, and now, well, first of all, they're two black cats. Very, they're almost identical twins, but they're mm-hmm. not. I mean, I can tell them apart, and yeah. so I know which one is which. And the thing that's astonishing to me is that, to me, they're really different because they are their personalities are entirely different personalities mm-hmm. and if you, if you if you don't let yourself be blocked by the fact that they're both black cats and just you know <laughs> identify them for who they are i mean well put it this way one's a completely 24-hour a day 7-day a week outdoor cat the other one is a 24-hour a day 7-day a week indoor cat <laughs> and they have personalities that match that the outdoor cat you know he loves to come up and you know rub up against you and say hello and so forth but if you try to do anything to get him inside forget it you got claws coming out whereas the other one if you don't let her in within three seconds of scratching at the door she's gonna have a fit (laughs) (laughs) i mean just really different personalities and as you get to know them better and better and better it's almost like there is a I'll call it subconscious side. It's not subconscious, but there's like a sixth sense type thing. You can tell when they're hungry. You can tell when they're afraid. You can tell when they're, well, love is easy with cats because they purr. But you you, you can tell all these different emotional states really quickly just because you kind of have become attuned to them. And I, I kind of associate that with what you're talking about. You kind of get attuned to this stuff. Yes, so I guess the questions I'd be asking the stream would be, what suggestions can you make for becoming more attuned
2: to that's myself? A one.
0: I'd like to hear the answer to that one. I would do, yeah. And I'm going to ask it tomorrow, so tune in. <laughs> I've got a coaching call at the time so I have to watch the replay. Well, that's all right. You can listen to the replay. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I, and that's the kind of thing I think would be fascinating to have the conversation with, with them about. Now, there's another aspect of this. And this is something that, Esther, I don't think, has ever really been able to describe Esther Hicks. And I'm not sure David has, would be able to describe it or not. He might be able to. I don't know. But over time, just like I have been able to get used to and get to know my cats, I suspect you get to know your non-physical spirit guides on the other side. You get to know yeah. what they're like, what their personalities Paul are.
1: Paul Selig's spoken about that. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, he's spoken about that. There's, um, I think he's clear cognizant now he's clear audio so he hears okay and he said yeah like there's like different tonality to the voice that he's hearing that he's dictating through the channeling process and it's like different aspects of that non-entity non-physical entity that come through in order to express it's really interesting
2: mm.
0: yeah mm. i mean you, you probably get a set you, you probably can actually start distinguishing between the group, between the members of the group and know who's here and, one day and who's not and you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I also want to ask, <laughs> I, I want to ask some really strange questions. <laughs> that's going to be a balance for me because I know I want to ask questions that our listeners want to hear, right? And, and I'll be wanting to get the live stream participant and people sending in emails and so forth as we do more and more of these shows. So I want to make sure that I do those. But there's a piece of me that's also going to want to ask the wacky questions. And, and these are among the wacky questions. You know, well, what's it like on the other side? What do you, know, what do you have for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you are high vibe, how do you know what it feels like to feel low vibe if you're high vibe all the time? I mean, that's what I understand. Non-physical yeah. is but no, but
1: no, but knowing all things, I mean, high vibe, low vibe is polarity, and polarity assumes separation. But when you're in closer to singularity, then you zoom. You from a zoom out, you see the whole thing, and it all just is. Sure.
0: I guess my question is, if you're in the non-physical realm, you're zoomed out all the time. Yeah. So if you're zoomed zoomed out all the time...
1: That's the physical experience that we have.
0: So so if you're zoomed out all the time, you basically have to go on some equivalent of memory, which I imagine is much more high-tech than what we have here, but something that you're basically remembering what it's like rather than experiencing. Because you're not experiencing the low vibe directly. You're you're only experiencing the high vibe when you're at that faraway place
1: but then that assumes that time is real because you look into the past. You just know.
0: Well, I'm not even thinking in terms of time. I'm thinking more in terms of if you're in high vibe, you, you're not experiencing low vibe.
1: But you're experiencing everything all the time because time isn't real. You're just now.
0: So if you're in high vibe without time, you, you are also experiencing all the other vibrations simultaneously.
1: Because the separation between vibrations only happens at the point of separation. I see as being above the barrier of time or beyond the barrier of time so there is no separation that would create this, the framework within which you would have to remember anything because you just know everything
0: The thing is, I, I guess I'm limited by the physicality of, of what we understand vibration to be because we think of something that's vibrating, physically vibrating
2: mm-hmm. and if
0: it's physically vibrating it's vibrating at a certain rate I mean, here, here uh, in the physical world physicists would take it and they'd plug it into a machine and say, well, it's vibrating at such and such a rate and it's got this kind of a an Arc to it but and all that when nice you get
1: stuff. beyond vibration back up to singularity, you just see everything that it is.
0: Do you just see it or do you experience it? You just know it Yeah, and I'm not sure what that means, and they may not be able to explain it to me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> i mean, this, I, mean this, I think it would be a great it'd be great to hear what the the stream has to say to you about it. Yeah. but when I've asked similar questions of the guides and I've heard questions of a similar nature asked like you're asking us to talk about separation when we just are.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, that, that's where it's not just but words, se- concepts become a uh, challenge.
1: Separating the raindrops that are already in, in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But that raindrop was a different type of raindrop, but they're all raindrops. It's just HDO at the end of the day. It's just energy. That differentiation, that separation, that... Pocketing off in boxes as a human perspective.
0: Well, it's also, it's community. also an individual perspective,
1: but there's no individuality when you get beyond time. It's oneness.
0: Is there, I'm not hundred percent sure. I want to ask about that too.
1: Okay. Well, we could even play that a little bit now in like a prelude to the, the stream conversation. We're talking okay. about separation, separation, like individuality requires separation.
0: No, I don't think so. Okay. I honestly don't think so. I think that individuality occurs regardless of whether you're connected. In fact, I think the best kind of individuality happens when you're
1: connected. So what is individuality then?
0: To differentiate is not to be disconnected. It's simply to have, it's kind of like a mountain range. Mm -hmm. If you have a mountain range, you have various mountains. It's all the same range. Mm -hmm. They're all connected to each other, but you can see discrete mountains. Are they separated from each other? No, they're part of the same range, but you can still see them as different mountains. They each have different shapes. They each have different stuff going on. But does the mountain
1: see itself as a mountain, as separate mountains, or just a mountain range?
0: I wouldn't want to speak for the mountain. I I have learned a long time ago, you don't speak for non-physical entities. i but... speak to the mountain then.
1: Because mean... it's the thing of we, 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 we. I am I am. Because I'm a firm believer that some of the um, scripturally referred to people were channeling. Okay. people like moses and stuff i'm pretty sure that's what was going on or there was some pretty good acid
0: <laughs> are you saying that there were drug dealers in biblical times
1: is that what you're telling me maybe they grew it themselves maybe <laughs> they were herbaceuticals herbaceutical companies oh well no wonder the bible's so messed
0: up okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: So eclectically
0: beautiful (laughs) Matt. Yeah, either way, right? (laughs) But I seriously do believe that that, uh, individuality and um, collective connectedness are not exclusive of each other. And I can't honestly say I understand exactly how that works. But by the same token, I, I don't really see where there's a conflict. To me, they're just two aspects of the same thing.
1: I mean, you can't have conflict in the space of allness, for me. Yeah. Like, if you're here, you, you, it's like punching yourself in the face. I'm going to fight me! Ah. <laughs> and the ludicrous, like, hate. Like, I hate you because you like people of the same gender. Or you look, you've got that level of skin toning. So, therefore, I hate you. Ah! It's like, from the zoom out, it's like, but you're, oh, energy. I don't don't, don't, don't get it. It's just (laughs) energy. So, I don't know, we'll see. Well, there's another, and I I have
0: no idea how to ask this question. I I don't have the, that's the part of the problem is finding words because words are limited compared to these concepts. But I'd love to be able to understand what it's like and I'm sure I will understand this at one point because I'll pass on, I'll move on to the other world, and I'll I'll know it directly. But it's also kind of fun to kind of envision it from this side, from the physical side. What's it like over there? You know, within my limited understanding, can I grasp any of what's going what's going on over there?
1: But we are, I mean, I am that I am. I think that that framing of I am that I am. It's like it's like everything. Everything is happening.
2: Mhm.
0: So it's kind of a good clue right there.
1: Yeah, that's what I, uh, well, we'll see what they say. For me, it, it's, well, if it just is, it just it is. <laughs> How do you choose to be? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, good luck with that one then, mate. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, there are lots of rabbit holes we can go down, that's for sure.
1: So many rabbit holes. So many rabbits.
0: So little time. It, right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, but that's just on the non-spiritual side. Also on the physical side. I mean, there's all the, the cool stuff that we talk about in LOA circles, right? You know, attracting stuff into your life, and, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with blocks and so forth. They, they made a very quick reference on Tuesday to their toolkit that they give. Yeah. Me. And we didn't have any time to go into it, but there was a piece of me gnawing, at like my left arm saying come on ask him about the toolkit this sounds great
1: <laughs> i mean the cool thing about David, one of the things i love about him too he's like he doesn't hide his toolkits if you just listen to the podcast and join his facebook group he's going to share the tools with you come on a summit he's going to share mm-hmm. the tools <laughs> when you join the, the boot camp it's just that you get to be hands-on taking through those tools personally and then you get the coaching, and you get the community, and the accountability. But the tools, they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that's pretty
0: and, cool. I'm sure it all comes out. It all comes out over time. But boy, mm. it, it, it's just the the possibility of being able to inquire about anything. It, I mean, you saw how I reacted when I first had the opportunity. I went blank, but after that, it just it, it's almost like an endless stream of questions. And comments. And that's the other thing. I want to go beyond questions. I mean, that's the thing. We treat these people as gurus, so we will ask them guru-ish questions. But (laughs) why not just have a conversation and talk about stuff? That to me is even more interesting. I I like it. One of the things I like doing a podcast for is getting to know my co-hosts and getting to know guests. Just finding out who they are. Well, damn, why not do the same thing with non-physicals? I mean, if I want to get to know somebody, there's somebody to get to know, right? Cause it's, it's a different kind of person. There, there's a different kind of dude there. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's it's a fun.
1: brand new experience.
0: It is, it is a
2: grand experience.
0: <laughs> I, I love getting to know people and that's just another kind of person to get to know. Um, one of the reasons I want to learn more about connecting internally is so that I can learn to have conversations with Non-human people. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe that. And I include everything in that. Um, animals, obviously. I have pets, so you know that that's the first place to go. But plants, rocks, trees.
1: Are wolves do little?
0: Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. I, I want to talk to the animals, but I want to hear what the animals have to say. It's not so much that I want to talk to them. I want to hear them. I want to listen to them. Because they got something to tell me. I want to know what the rocks have to tell me. You know, Native Americans, I, I know, Jeffrey, that's not the right term, but, uh, you know, screw it. <laughs> Say that again? Native Americans, according to Jeffrey, is not the right term. There's another term, and I can't remember what it is. What's that? Yeah, I don't know. There's something politically correct, whatever it is. But the point is, somebody who was part of the the tribes that were here before the Europeans came to this continent. Okay, we'll, we'll just kind of generically draw it that way. There, there's a lot of stuff in many of, of those tribes about um, animals as guides, Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that means there's some experience that went along with that. that. That They didn't just dream that out of thin air. There was something that led them to say, well, a wolf means this and a, a hawk means that and so on and so forth. Well, I'd like to experience some of that. Not that I want to go out into the desert and live there a lot. I just, I just want to have like a conversation with a hawk. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. want to have that little chat. Now, that's what I do here on the podcast. So I want to have chats with all kinds of things. Can you imagine having a chat with, what we here in the physical world would call an E.T. Extra, extraterrestrial. You extraterrestrial.
1: Know, that's another conversation. But...
0: Well, they're all other conversations. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: that's been checked off. <laughs> that, that's been checked off on my list.
0: Oh, well, it has been. You've had yeah. your E.T. conversation. Do yeah. you know where they were from? Um, it's happened a couple of times.
1: Um No, but I've never really been that fuss about where mm-hmm. extraterrestrials are from. Because we're all extraterrestrial at the end of the day. We're not native to Earth. Humans aren't anyway, but. I mean, a lot of people get caught up in that. Oh, yes. I am starseed of the planet Zyborg. <laughs> right. Cool, but I mean, part my the, part of the early days of my esoteric learning was around extraterrestrial contact and oh, okay. um, the the non Earth the non Earth origins of humans. Ah, yeah, there was like a line in the Matrix where Agent Smith starts talking about the fact that humans are like locusts, like they just move ones they don't they don't live in harmony with the ecology of the earth which think everything in nature does but humans don't for me it's part and parcel of the fact that we're not natively earthlings
0: okay yeah i i actually question the premise I'm, I'm not sure that it's true that we are out of harmony with nature i understand what arguments people make to back that claim but i'm not so sure it's true mm, i mean
1: there's exceptions to the rules, but as a general principle, humans f shit up when it comes to vegan. Like civilization is getting deeper and deeper out of harm, out of harmony with, like as a as a general principle, not an individual idea. As a general principle, humans in mass don't really add to nature. We take away from it. I mean, people have the whole it's vegan a argument and, and we, it's a
0: perspective. A lot of people have, and I respect the fact that they have a the perspective. I just don't share. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, again, I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody I'm saying as a general rule of thumb,
2: mm-hmm.
1: look at civilized society, civilized society pollutes, the, pollutes the, the oceans, pollutes the skies, cuts down the trees, indiscriminately kills the animals not for food um which i think why vegans end up trying to have this whole argument that we're not supposed to eat animals Mm. but there's a food chain
0: (laughs) indeed there's a food chain yes and
1: it's i've I've checked my dna i've checked my dna and you can preach your gospel of vegan as much as you want my dna says that vegan is not good for me (laughs) so and i've tried it and i felt like crap so Mm. (laughs) the numbers don't lie but you put a plant anywhere, and it seeks to find the gaps and move in harmony with what's going on there. You know, you put an animal, even in a cage, and it seeks to create a harmony with the cage. Even if it seeks to escape, it still finds a, an equilibrium with it. Just look at the. Natural I think thing. it's perspective.
0: I mean, because when I think about the same things so that you're you're describing, I think of them differently. Okay. I literally think of them in terms of. What you what you see as working against nature, I see as a new way of of adapting to and indeed helping to influence nature. I, I see, I, and I'm not saying I like okay, all you, of it, don't get me you wrong. Need to,
1: you, need to, you need to walk me through that with <laughs> plastic ocean. I don't, yeah, uh, hello, that ocean. Hello, a, Mr. Ocean, I'm going to enhance you with some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It's for your own benefit. I, I think it's good.
0: I, I can't honestly say that I understand how it all is going to play out in ways that I like. Like plastic in the ocean, I definitely do not like plastic in the ocean.
2: Mm-hmm. And yet,
0: I also know, th- <laughs> they, they say this too will pass. I think that understates it. This too will transform into something cool.
1: I just don't know what it is. So your contention is that what some people might see is the destruction of nature is actually... A needs evolution just in a way that we don't understand yet.
0: Yeah, that's a good way of describing it.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's th-
0: an things 20. work out. I mean, we go through a lot of crap to get there, but things work out. That's what that, that faraway perspective tells us. It all works out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose... I'll give you an example. Does this example work? Let me see if this works. Okay, so I slap you. I had no reason to slap you. Wait, wait. I had no reason to slap you. Okay. I just was just being mean and slapped mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Now You can take that slap and use it to um, be a better version of yourself, maybe learn some lessons from it. But that doesn't change the fact that it was nasty of me to slap you. Sure. That just means that you have the capacity to transcend the slap and learn and grow from it. Yep. The slap is still a nasty thing to do.
0: Or I could descend. I could, I could fight back. I could slap you back.
1: Exactly. Whichever, whichever way. So for me, when I look at your position and I match it against what I see in nature is that nature being nature will always win. At the end of the day, nature will outlast humanity and will win. Mm-hmm. Species will die. Yes. As they are dying. Speeches will mutate. Yes. As they are mutated. Um, there'll be reconstitutions of the, construct of what nature is in what places nature will win it's always gonna always gonna win but that doesn't change the fact that we've been slapping nature and being very mean about it that's my that's where i see the bridge between what we're saying i agree with you everything's gonna work out i'm just saying it's working out because nature is at a higher level of consciousness than us and we'll always seek the expansive, positive, progressive way to deal with what we present it with. And we'll always come up with a solution. But that doesn't take away from the fact that we've given it a problem to have to solve.
0: And I think ultimately, in the long run, we ultimately also try to find that, that high way out. I don't think any of us really like staying in low vibe forever. I think we ultimately climb our way out one way or another. Even the, the most horrid among us, the ones mm. that we find to be most distasteful, the Hitlers, you know they they still interesting thing I, I don't remember who this was who told me this somebody who had some sort of psychic connection passed along to me that uh they had searched the non-physical universe high and low and could find no sign of the remains of hitler whoever was hitler had that that, that piece had just disappeared from the records The Akashic Records, like, it wasn't there anymore. It it was gone. Now, Mm. I don't know exactly what that means. But to me, that tells me at least some kind of evolution happened. I just don't know what kind. I don't know what form it took. But something changed. Something shifted. Something Something somethinged. (laughs) What is it? I don't know. I have no idea. But something happened there.
1: Or they just didn't find it.
0: Or they didn't find it, I suppose. <laughs> but, but if you're non-physical and you can go no and see everything, how can you miss it?
1: Well, then you're saying that there's something that is that wasn't, but everything that is, everything that ever was, is. And
0: I so, kind of chalked that up to the fact that my minimal human faculty has some pretty minimal limits. on. I, I just can't grok it. I can't get there. Mm-hmm. i got to wait till after I, I leave the body before I'll have some idea what that's all about.
1: I'm with you. I mean, I just, I just, come, I always come down to the basics of universal construction, which is energy is, yeah. and everything that ever was, or ever could be, is in the now. Mm-hmm. So Hitler doesn't get a pass on that. The energy that we understood and interpreted as Hitler is there, floating around. But is it possible that people have transformed? Stream actually did something about said something about this so was it Paul I think it was the stream in relation to speaking to people that have crossed over and how that works okay because there is a transformation but there's still an essence that still remains and can be engaged with otherwise when people return to source they'd be returned to source and there'd be nothing to speak to so how could you speak to people on the other side because they've mm-hmm. returned back to oneness of the source mm-hmm. so there's nothing to speak to mm-hmm. so there's an aspect that still remains that there's an engagement with so I think those personally. I think that that, that that aspect of thought form, that the collective agreement of recognition of that entity when it was alive, creates an essence of. And that's like when you look at the um, the day of the the day of the dead, even here in Mexico, where they remember the person, mm-hmm. and they have this whole thing of remembering the person, like that whole film Coco was all about. Yeah. I think that's creating collective acknowledgement to create the thought form that maintains the essence of that person they can engage with and communicate and learn from that's what i think it is um but that's me again from my limited perspective but i don't quite get and i'm always ready to be educated on gaps in my my knowing and understanding but i don't get how it's, it's just not there anymore because then people still talk about and refer to that thought form so it still has life
0: the best I can give you an answer on, and I don't have a clear answer either, but the best answer I can give is if you have, let's see, I need a real-world example I can play with. If you have a favorite sweater,
2: mm-hmm. okay,
0: and over time the sweater gets kind of ratty and holy and so forth, and it gets to the point where you throw it out. Okay, that's what we normally do with sweaters that wear out. But what if you could take that ratty, holy sweater and put it through a machine, and it comes out like a brand new sweater again. Mm -hmm. Well, you probably keep the sweater. Not like, well, this is why I had the sweater in the first place. I like this sweater. Mm -hmm. I don't like it when it was the old ratty one, but now I like the new, improved, restored to its original condition one. Well, I guess on one level, that sweater still has the ratty holiness to it. Can you detect it?
1: Yeah, but but that's not the way the universe works. The universe works that we would create a new sweater and the old sweater would be there and we'd use the new sweater. I'm not so sure that's true. But then we're saying that, that all things aren't, aren't just aren't everything. Are we saying
0: that they aren't, or are we saying that they're transmutable?
1: But transmutable doesn't mean that it wasn't there before. It's still, and to say it was there before, it's there in the future. Then we're, talking about time, which is an illusion. Everything just is.
0: Yeah, we're kind of limited because all of our language is about time, so it kind of Yeah, it comes a, down a to a time. Time conversation.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> every single variation of that, what happens in the universe is every single variation of that sweater is we just happen to connect with the variation of time where the the sweater that we want is, but the other sweater is still there. It's just in another dimension of the experience of the one that we've stepped into with the new sweater.
0: So with the new sweater as we're calling it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: we can still see the old sweater seeing the being a it's not that we can
1: see it; it is that the old sweater still exists as a quantum potential there in the the field of infinite nows it's just that here and now we've stepped into the time this is what timeline jumping is timeline jumping doesn't create we don't create anything new we don't create new nows of the infinite number of nows every single Every single next moment beyond now that could ever be, has ever been, and could ever be conceived by either of us or anyone who's ever going to listen to this already exists. We're not creating it based on who we are. We connect to it and call it into us. And then we experience it.
0: Yeah. That's the Neville God concept.
1: Yeah. So this is quantum physics too. So we connect to the next now based on our expectation about which now we're going to have. And that expectation spoken through who we're being, but that doesn't mean that the other now disappeared. The other now is still there. We're just not, we're not connected to that one. We're consciously experiencing this one, but it doesn't mean that the other one's gone.
0: So here's a question that's crazy to ask with two minutes left on the podcast because there's not enough time to discuss it. But (laughs) (laughs) if what you're saying is true, if nothing is ever created, then what's creation?
1: Creation is connecting to an expression of a reality that already exists.
0: So there is never anything that is truly created. So there really is no creation.
1: There isn't any creation. We connect to a possibility. We connect to a potential outcome, potential.
0: And, and, and I don't see it that way.
1: Quantum physics demonstrated that to be true. Well, depending on how you express quantum physics. Well, we can go to ancient wisdom. We can go to whatever. The fact of the matter is, that everything just is. <laughs> everything just is as quantum potentials. And then we connect to the next quantum. We connect to the next quantum potential that lines with who we are. that's that's how that's what my life is our life is a succession of quantum potentials that we connect to based on who we are not what we say or what we command or what we say we want it's who we are
0: see i knew it was a mistake to try to bring this up with two minutes left there's no way i can answer that quickly enough (laughs)
1: it's (laughs) not possible (laughs) and the the, the really but this is the crazy thing this is where quantum quantum potential steps into a, a different level of conversation it doesn't matter what i say what matters is what you believe sure because oh, what yeah. you believe at your soul, a soul level, mm-hmm. is how reality is going to wrap around you. So if you decide to reject all of this, and you have your version of how you see manifestation to happen, if you truly believe in it to the level that to the point that it becomes a part of who you are, that's how you're going to manifest.
0: And I think I actually don't reject all of that. I just see it differently. I just I think of it differently, is all. I think I'm seeing the same that. thing you're seeing.
1: And how you think about it is gonna, what's, what's going to dictate how you, how you create from it.
0: That's true. That's exactly true. Yeah, That's a good stopping place. That way we can have like a, a, a convergence of dialogue and be ready for the next show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm looking forward to seeing the replay with the stream tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be
0: great. And anyone who can tune into the live stream. I know, guys, you've been, Jeffrey's been uh, posting up a, a storm here and I've kind of ignored him. But, Sorry, uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. because he, he puts he puts some good stuff out here. But um I will I promise you that if you come to the show tomorrow, I'm going to be going to the live stream to get questions to ask the stream. So that's the time to be there. Okay? So and, nice. and Daniel will be you know checking in later to make sure that you asked your questions.
1: You better <laughs> ask your <a> question, Jeffrey. <laughs> I know where you are on Facebook. <laughs>
0: i love it by the way if you're not yet subscribed this is why you want to subscribe go to loatoday.net become a subscriber do the same thing at youtube join us on youtube watch what we're doing there too and daniel thanks for being. david thank you for being who you are thank you for your perspective thanks for thanks all for having it.
1: me it's always a pleasure to come and play
0: and love thanks it. for uh, being ready to come back next tuesday and hopefully alex will be able to join us too i hope she's feeling yeah better. hopefully Alice. yeah us. we miss her so. i'll send her a text absolutely so thank you guys thank you live streamers thank you podcast listeners we'll see you all next time here on LOA today goodbye everybody